It's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, having a wonderful week. You made it to the middle. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update. It's Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. Marriage will reduce your dementia risk. So it's not all bad, folks. There's a good side to it. Obese teen boys are prone to heart attacks later on in life. Some more support for that ideal body weight or trying to live the lifestyle that keeps you close to it. And uh, talking about diet, if you eat a plant-based diet, this is something that you may need to know. Exercise may benefit those with heart disease more than healthy people. So sometimes when you need it most is when you need it most. We're going to look at controlling your blood pressure and finally the risk for rotator cuff problems. Chiropractors see a lot of neck pain, back pain with headaches, but also extremity problems including shoulders, elbows, hands, wrists, carpal tunnel syndrome, knees, hips, ankles and feet. They see it all. It's part of your musculoskeletal system. Today we're going to look specifically at that rotator cuff. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, we will share some of these great six areas of health and wellness based on the research and literature for you to think about today. Steer your health and wellness in a good direction. Help support those positive outcomes you're looking for with your health. Give you some good quality, some longevity. Back to creating those great experiences you want every day because you do live your life through your body, especially your nervous system. And if we learn how to take care of it and get it better and keep it better, every day should be better. That's the plan. So let's see what we can do on your Wednesday. According to a study that monitored 15,000 older adults for 14 years, married seniors had a significantly lower risk for dementia than their unmarried peers. That from the Journal of Gerontology, Social Sciences, September 2019. So whatever you can do to make this thing work, just know that you're doing it to keep each other healthy. And uh, you're going to have less risk of cognitive impairment if you can somehow cognitively get through life together. And I know you can do it, so do something nice for your partner today, family member, or even if it's a friend or a colleague. Relationships mean a lot to us uh, in our lives very healthy for us when we keep them healthy so do something positive for someone you love today and uh, it'll be a good Wednesday if that's the only thing we get done today then that would be more than enough using long-term health data concerning 1.7 Swedish men uh, researchers observed I got to come back to that I'm not quite sure where 1.7 Swedish men come from but Researchers observed that severe obesity at age 18 is associated with a 300% increased risk for heart attack later in life. The study author says that they show that a body mass index or BMI in the, in the young is a remarkably strong risk marker that pers persists during life. Their study supports close monitoring of the body mass index during puberty and preventing obesity with healthy eating and physical activity. That from the European Society of Cardiology, September 2019. So at some point in time, we develop the habits and patterns that will persist through most of our life, and it does happen typically before the age of 20. A lot of these are very deep-seated familial, environmental, and sometimes genetic, but if our genes are against us in some ways, then we have to just increase our effort environmentally and uh, internally, both internally and externally environments, to make sure that we support 
that, that healthy outcome that we want to have for our whole life. And certainly body mass index or staying close to something that our body operates at its best within is certainly better for us. And uh, in this case, it can stave off heart attack risk if we try to maintain and preserve what our body probably enjoys the most. One of the ways you can do that is by eating perhaps a plant-based diet, but you do have to be cautious. Choline is an essential dietary nutrient that is crucial to, crucial to brain health. However, choline is primarily found in beef, eggs, dairy products, fish, and chicken, which can pose a problem for those on a plant-based diet. The researchers explain that if choline is not obtained in the levels needed from dietary sources per se, then supplementation strategies will be required, especially in relation to key stages of the life cycle, such as pregnancy, when choline intakes are critical to infant development. That from the British Medical Journal Nutrition, Prevention and Health, August 2019. Certainly, we're big fans of the Mediterranean diet and or a low glycemic index diet here on the Daily Health Update. It's getting a variety of foods in moderation that seems to be the easiest strategy for people and does support positive health outcomes. When we deviate from that kind of lifestyle or dietary approach, it becomes very much an experiment in our health and wellness with some of these different approaches and you just have to really invest the time in learning how to follow it properly because there are nuances involved when we deviate from those uh, standard kind of diets. So uh, be cautious and um, when you decide to go a certain way with your lifestyle, including your diet, you want to make sure that you've customized it, individualized it and personalized it to you. And in that case, it would be good to reach out and work with a qualified healthcare provider. Researchers monitored nearly 442,000 South Koreans for six years and found that meeting physical activity guidelines, 150 minutes moderate or 75 minutes of vigorous physical activity per week, can reduce the risk for early death by 14% in adults with heart disease and 7% in those without a history of heart disease. The study leader says that the new, main new finding of this study is that people with cardiovascular disease benefit from a physically active lifestyle to a greater extent than healthy people without cardiovascular disease. That from the European Heart Journal, September 2019. I guess the perspective there is that if you're doing well, you're going to do well. And if you're not doing well, some changes will help you do better. And when you need to change and do well, that making that change will provide you with a significant benefit compared to not changing and doing something well in your lifestyle or routine because you're probably already falling behind some extent when it comes to your health and wellness, your quality and quantity or longevity of life. So making those changes at any time will be positive for you. Um, the best time to have done it was probably a long time ago, but if it didn't happen then, then the next best time is today. And some of these choices that we make with diet, nutrition, sleep, and uh, our cognitive mental health and wellness dealing with stress definitely helps control our blood pressure. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends the following lifestyle changes to help you control your blood pressure. Eat a diet that's low in salt, fat, and cholesterol. Incorporate a, a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables into meals and snacks. Get active by taking brisk walks throughout the day. And if you smoke, quit as soon as possible. That from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, August 2019. Certainly some modifiable risk factors. There are things that you can decide to do each day that will keep that blood pressure, again, within its normal ranges. Uh, blood pressure is not something that's supposed to stay the same. It's supposed to adapt to your environment. So with stress or activity 
or with being calm and sleeping, your blood pressure will go up and down and it needs to be balanced with your environment. And that's an allostatic model. It used to be a homeostatic model where they wanted to keep it close to that 120 over 80. And uh, although that's still a decent measure, um, we do want to see it uh, fluctuate. They're looking at heart rate variability now as more of an indicator of whether or not the cardiovascular system is functioning well. But at the end of the day, you just want to continue making those good choices with your lifestyle throughout each and every day so that your blood pressure and other factors within the body uh, don't fluctuate to extremes uh, and start to gravitate to a new set point that's uh, outside of what your body can tolerate over time. So controlling your blood pressure, a very good idea. Just keep it on your radar, make good choices every day. Finally, on the chiropractic side of things, a review of findings from 16 published studies concluded that the risk for rotator cuff tendinopathy is greatest among those over 50 years of age, also with diabetics and individuals whose work activities often require the arms to be above the shoulders. Doctors of chiropractic are trained to diagnose and manage many musculoskeletal conditions associated with the shoulder, including rotator cuff problems. That from the Journal of Rehabilitation Medicine, September 2019. Along with helping that tissue heal with the damage that's happened in the rotator cuff, the research shows that one of the greatest uh, things a person can do in order to help recover from that is some very specific strength exercises based on assessment. So there are some generic exercises a person could try if they're finding that they have injured their shoulder and it's uh, probably had some tests done like an ultrasound to see how healthy the rotator cuff is. And, uh, but if you're doing the generic exercises and they're not helping, a specific assessment will help determine exactly which ones will help create more space for the tendons in that shoulder girdle where they join to the rotator cuff to take the irritation away so that uh, the shoulder can move more and then feel better. So uh, getting that assessment done is probably a good thing if you're finding that your shoulder is not improving. And then along with getting that shoulder checked, learn, continue to learn and support those ways to keep your blood pressure healthy and well. Of course, exercise will do that and you can add that into your routine at any time. Maybe a plant-based diet will be beneficial for you as well, but if that's something you do or along with some of the other extreme or what uh, diets that may be ten, uh, trending or fads, be sure that you research and follow them appropriately or also get some help so that they're customized and individualized to you. Help our uh, youth learn those habits as well so that they can stay close to their ideal ranges of all their body and health functions, including their body mass index. And finally, do something nice for your spouse or partner or friend or colleague today. And uh, just, you know, that kind gesture is what makes the world go round. Maurice Chevalier has your quote for today. says, old age isn't so bad when you consider the alternative. So a lot of times we've done talks and presentations over the years and we ask people how many of them would like to live to be over 100 and not very many, if any, hands go up sometimes because we have this perception that living to be old is not a good thing, that we will not be healthy and well or be able to enjoy life. However, it doesn't have to be that way. The choices and decisions and actions we start making today will help influence our quality and quantity of life over time and everything will be good no matter how long you live. So 
Let's go for those triple digits. And uh, one of the things you can do is tune into the daily health update every day. We'll stimulate your thinking and help support you to 100 with good quality so you can create those great experiences every day for as long as possible. So tune in tomorrow, Thursday. We'll be back with another one for you. And uh, enjoy your Wednesday, middle of the week. You're almost there. Another weekend's coming. Enjoy. We'll talk soon.